fading up, please. Welcome, welcome back. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and we're back with our interview segment. And today we have someone special today, someone from my um, hometown of the Bay Area. He has uh, uh, been a great mentor for a lot of young people in the Bay Area and has been helping out with this great program called Year Up. But I would like to introduce to everybody Mr. Jay Banfield. Everybody, Mr. Jay Banfield. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Pastor Jay. I'm thrilled to be here. Good morning. Good morning. So, Jay, go ahead and um, I know a lot of people have already um, saw your video that we posted about your, you know, the mission statement of Europe. But can you kind of tell us about how you got started with the Europe program and starting the Europe Bay Area? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, we're we help really talented young people move from poverty to professional careers in one year time. Hence, the name Year Up. And the way that we do it is that we partner with companies across the country who are struggling to find talent, which is you know, really a shame to think about in our country is that we have millions of Americans who are underemployed uh, and unemployed and really looking for opportunities. And by the same token, we have millions of talented young Americans. And in our case, we focus on those 18 to 24-year-olds who have a high school diploma and have the grit, determination, and persistence like yourself to, um, to add value to companies and to access these jobs and perform at a really high level. And so our program model is six months of classroom training, learning skills that are mapped directly to the jobs that companies are having a hard time filling, all done in the context of a professional setting and really learning the rules of the road of, of operating in a corporate environment. And then those students like yourself will go into an internship for six months. They will take what they learn in the classroom, they'll apply it in the real world, and then they'll get jobs. And we've seen a really great success rate um, throughout the history, and I'm sure we'll be talking a little bit about that. Awesome. And then, um, can you kind of tell, you know, tell everybody? I was there, so I, you don't know, have to know. But um, tell us about how Europe Bay Area was established. Sure. Yeah, Europe Bay Area we opened ten years ago, uh, and I joined the organization to bring the model to the West Coast. You know, and, and like anything entrepreneurial, uh, it is a lot, of, of a lot of hard work. You really have to believe in what you're doing because, you know, at the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, people are investing in the person as much as they are the idea. You know, I remember the early days when it was me sitting alone with my laptop on a, you know, in my kitchen, uh, just emailing people and, and going out and talking to people about what the vision of Europe was. Now, we were fortunate. The organization is a national organization. We started in year 2000, so we're celebrating our 18th anniversary nationally. So it was helpful to be able to point to our experiences in Boston and in New York, uh, but it's only so helpful. You really have to go out there and be aggressive. You have to be persistent. You have to try to inspire people to believe. You know, and one of the things that I say, Pastor Jay, is that you, you never forget those people who helped you along the way. Because, you know, those people who believe in you uh, when you've just got a story to tell, those are the people you keep close for the rest of your life. Right. Um, and you never take that for granted. So one of the things that I'm, you know, I'm sure you remember me talking to, uh, about 10 years ago and, and what I continue to say is you never forget those people who helped you along the way and you never forget where you came from. 
Amen. That, that, that's definitely something that I could say I'm I'm starting to learn in get the way of me getting older. I've learned a lot. And um, one thing I always remember is that my grandma used to say, you know, just keep living and you'll understand more. Because mm-hmm. at the time, uh, just give a little backstory. I was in class one of year up. I was 18 years old. I was one of the youngest students in this program. And when I heard Jay say that, didn't get what he meant. But now, almost 30, <laughs> um, it, it, it definitely takes a different toll hearing that because you start realizing who's really there for you over the years. You know, who wants to see you grow, who wants to see you actually uh, develop and grow into the person of greatness and not someone to fall back and having that, you know, that crab in the barrel effect. Right. You know, because sometimes some people just want to see what you're doing, not to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the mot- motivating factors in establishing your up? Yeah, you know, I think it was really this realization that companies really are struggling to find people, in, and we call them middle skill roles. And what I mean by that, and actually, I don't think Pastor Jay we used that term ten years ago. No. We are thinking about jobs that require more training and experience than a high school degree offers, but less than a four-year degree. What's interesting is we started to look at this is that, uh, you know, if you look across the country, almost every job, it seems, requires a four-year degree, at least when you look at the job description. But if you actually start to unpack that and talk about what it is, what's required on the job, you realize that that's not necessary and that there are many talented people with very specific training can access those jobs, which are really good jobs. So if you think about the, the success that you know that you have created for the 10 years of the Bay Area, because you were one of those pioneers who believed in us, so I won't forget that, that's the reason I'm on the show, is that, uh, you know, that our students have graduated, they, our most recent class, 90% of our students are working or in college full-time, four months out of graduation. And across the country, they're earning, on average, $40,000 a year. Now, that varies by market in the Bay Area. Our graduates are actually earning a little higher wage, $48,000 a year. And that is, that's a huge, uh, it's a huge step for many young people in our country to be able to access not just a livable wage job, but a career that will increase over time. And so that frustration of looking at companies that are struggling to find talent and, and knowing that there are millions of talented Americans like yourself. I mean, look, Pastor Jay, you know this. I grew up with my grandmother, a public assistant, so it was my mom and my grandmother. Uh, my mom who believed I could do anything in the world, and my grandmother who made sure I did. Oh, right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and so I you know, grew up under the close watch of my grandmother and my great aunt. And, you know, I think about not forgetting about the investment that they made in me. And I suspect there are a lot of grandmothers and great aunts who are listening right now and thinking about um, nieces and nephews and grandchildren and their families who could benefit from an opportunity like you're up. And, you know, hopefully we'd love for people to come join our program. But there are other programs like ours out there. And it's really just trying to get people to believe in themselves, to find a program that has a direct path to a job, that's the thing that we, we saw a, a great need within our country. So that's the biggest motivation, knowing that there are talented Americans who uh, whose talent is not being fully utilized in an economy that needs everybody to be fully utilized. Awesome. Right, that makes sense. So 
Good morning, Mr. Banfield. This is Lady H.A. Good morning. And, and I wanted to know, what were some of the challenges in starting up Europe? Yeah, you know, it's the, the, the biggest challenge, I, I tell my kids this, I, I never pulled as many all-nighters uh, in, in starting <laughs> Europe in the Bay Area, only because the work is unlimited. You can, you can just continue to work, and there was always something to do. So the sheer volume of, of effort and time was one of the bigger challenges. Um, I will tell you that, and this gets back to Pastor Jay's question in, in, on some levels, what I found really inspiring is that when I went and I ultimately made my way in front of a key decision maker within a company, when I laid out the story and the value proposition to say that there is talent in our communities that you're not accessing the way that you should, to a person, they were like, well, that makes sense. I'll, I'm willing to give you a shot to go do this and prove to me that you can deliver talent for my company. So that was really inspiring that companies were very much right. willing to do that. The hard work was then, you know, getting, finding talented young people like uh, Pastor Jay and his peers and then delivering on the pro program. So the, the biggest challenge is you paint a vision for people and then you have to follow through. And right. that follow-through takes hard work and determination, and you can't be uh, you can't be a shy person. You can't be someone who gets discouraged easily. So I think about how that ties into this program of having faith, and having faith is one of the most important things I think exists in our in our world and makes us truly human. Right. And so you have to attach yourself to the things you strongly believe in and your core values, and don't stop fighting until you get where you want to go. Mm. And those were the biggest challenges, um, you know. But there were the joys and the successes far outweigh the challenges. Yeah, um, right. Because when you when you're doing something that's right and good and just, things take care of themselves. Exactly. They really do. So true. Thank you. Good, good, good morning, sir. This is DJ Severe. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning. Great. I'd like to ask you a question, sir. Uh, what are some of the companies that participate in Europe? We typically work with companies in, in three verticals, and those are technology companies, financial services companies, and healthcare companies, typically. And this year, we have more than 250 companies that we partner with across the country. And many of them are names that you and your listeners, I'm sure, are very familiar with. Uh, in the financial services area, it might be a Wells Fargo or J.P. Morgan Chase, the Visa, American Express. In healthcare, it is some of the bigger hospitals throughout the country and systems like Kaiser Permanente and Sutter Health. Mm -hmm. And then in technology companies, we work with Facebook and LinkedIn and Google. Um, so we've been really fortunate to build a, a strong network across the country with some of the the largest and some of the most influential employers across the country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it, at the core of what we do, to go back to the first question, is that at Year Up, we are trying to build the strongest network for the benefit of the young adults who come through our program. This year, we'll serve 4,100 young adults, wow. more than 20,000 people have gone through the program across the country so far, and we hope that they are taking advantage of this network and then networking with each other because our expectation is every young person, and you know, Pastor Jay is a great example of this, is that every young person who goes through a year up, we say to them, you know, look, here's the, the truth of the matter is you are a role model, whether you know it or not, 
you are a role model for people in your community. Because the other thing I tell young adults is that someone's always watching. Someone is right. always watching what you're doing. Whether you know it or not, people are watching. And so you are an example for your siblings and for your community members about believing in yourself, investing in yourself, and then choosing a path that, that hopefully leads to careers and opportunities for, for your families. And, uh, you know, I, Father, uh, Pastor, I wonder if you remember there was a young man in our program. He was in class two. His name was Carl. And I remember him vividly in one of our interactives talking about his grandmother saying, you know, Carl, there are two things you carry around with you for the rest of your life. And he said, well, what's that, Grandma? It's your first and your last name. That's right. Right. And so you, your reputation and who you are as a person and how you present yourself, that's you carry with that, that with you for the rest of your life. And so I think about what you're doing, Pastor Jay, and, and being an example to, you know, to your listeners and your family. And, you know, that's, that's what this is all about. That's what the world's all about. Right. Amen. And one thing I could say with the program, it helps mold young people that are in a bind. And this is going to kind of lead into my next um, question. But just wanted to kind of say from personal experience, young people don't don't have, a lot of young people, especially the ones like one from my neighborhood, we know graduate. After you don't hit that mark of go to college, it's kind of like a standstill and a loss point for a lot of young people. And um, Europe kind of fell into my lap when I was, um, after I graduated, because I just lost a scholarship to Sacramento State, and I was lost. And my mom told me about this program in San Francisco, go get in a suit and go to San Francisco and apply. And it, it was amazing because we had, as the young people doing the program in class one, had to have faith in that this would bring us to the next level right. and I remember my goal that they asked you know what what is your five-year goal and my five-year goal kind of turned into like just a, a stable goal and that's just being financially stable and being able to make opportunities for others and um, this program is if any listeners or any listeners have children or teenagers and we're about to talk to Jay about how this happens um, if you're if you have a, a son or daughter that's 18 or 24 that don't have anything right now and they're just searching for something this is a great program not just for the IT skills because a lot of people are not just you know going for the IT savvy part but just for the development skills you know a lot of me and the other alumni that I've talked to uh, we talked about how not just we learned the IT skills but uh, a skills to be an adult you know because just because you're 18 don't mean you have the skills to be a adult and deal in a professional um, environment. So I, I definitely encourage everyone to listen to this next question. So the next question I have to say is, um, how can a, a young person get involved with Year Up? Absolutely, well first thing is you can come to our website which is www.yearup.org. There you can see student stories and Hear directly from our alumni about their experiences within the program. Uh, and as I alluded to earlier, we are now in 26 different locations across the country in 16 different markets. We're on the East Coast, we're on the West Coast, we're in the Midwest, we're in the South. We're in some of the larger cities across the country of Boston and New York, of Miami, 
Chicago, a Dallas, Los Angeles, Seattle, San Francisco, and, and we, we hope to be growing more. And what a young person will do is they will come to the website, they will sign up to learn more about the program, they'll get invited to come in for an information session, so we talk through what it is that we do, uh, and, and as, you, as you mentioned, Pastor Jay, I mean, our, our, the roles we train for typically are in uh, the technology field. We also do some work within financial services and with, with some sales roles, so there's a wider array of jobs. And, you know, what happens in our program is that a young person, we talk about our model being a high support and high expectations model, and it's really centered on the belief that if you set high expectations, people live up to them. Right. If and I and I worry in our country that we often set expectations low for our young people, and we watch people live down to them. And so we set expectations because we know that people are talented and, um, and have great abilities and can easily access the things that they're looking to access. What people need are structure. They need to understand what the rules of the game are. And so it's um, students receive a mentor, they have a coach on staff. What's also really important to note is when students join, they're not paying for the program, they actually receive a stipend. So they're receiving um, a, uh, an educational stipend while they move through the program. And then they earn, and as you know, uh, Pastor Jay, our language is really intentional. They earn an internship with one of these leading companies, and right. then they get jobs after the fact. And, and we work with those young people throughout the program and we work with them you know and, and as alumni as long as they want to stay involved with us like you are um, we stay remain involved in their lives wow. amen one win that sounds great right i went through it so it's real so one thing i have to say i'm kind of going to the next segment because we have to represent the city we're in the city of las vegas you hear it right now and i want you to understand um, this next question is going to be for you so that you can get the understandings because guess what? Companies have to support the vision for one a year up program to be in the city. So with this next question, I hope that you're listening companies out there and everybody on the internet, especially corporations. And the next question is, how can a company get involved in becoming a partner with the year up organization? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, first uh, basic way, again, is through our website for sure. If a company is really interested, my guess is that within their networks, they know somebody who works in another company who has some experience with Year Up. So the other thing I would encourage our companies that are listening is to, you know, tap into their networks and, and see the list of companies that we're working with and go talk to someone in another company who works with Europe and understand what their experience has been. As we've gotten older as an organization, we serve many more companies that have a national footprint, and we are working with them across uh, across the, the whole country. So that's certainly one way to get involved. Uh, what I thought you were going to ask about thinking about Las Vegas is that we are, you know, we are actively looking for new markets within which to expand, and our expansion decisions center largely around the employment base. Who are the companies that are located in that jurisdiction? How many jobs do they have? And we often follow the demand of companies. And so what we've seen in some markets is companies have gotten together and said, hey, between 
the five of us, we have X number of jobs we want to engage with Europe to have them come to Las Vegas or pick another another city in the country. Uh, so that's something that we are looking at really closely. We're always trying to uh, try to serve more young people because we know they deserve it. Amen. And, I, and one thing I could believe um, me and Jay's had a conversation about this previous to this is that Europe, Europe would be a great uh, great program for Las Vegas um, with the age limit being 16 and a lot of kids going to that four miles a strip to get a job or doing something God knows what not to be doing um, education needs to be brought back to value and with how our school district here is going um, it's improving, but we got to have more programs to help improve. Um, so I definitely give that a shout out. I'm actually starting a program, shout out to Rancho High School, where I am starting a kind of a mini model of year up for the Rancho High kids that are not going to be going to college but need a skill set. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of programs that I think would benefit uh, Las Vegas. And with being that said, if you're listening and you see, and you know, I, I, I even will probably bring this up to Mayor Goodman when I, I, I have a conversation with her, is that this program will help in, um, invest into the young people to start mm -hmm. investing back into the community exactly. so that there is more role models and more leadership, you know, here in the city of lights, as they say. But one thing I definitely have to encourage, like I said, to the corporations. Corporations, you have to show a presence because if there's no presence, there is no you know, a, a detection on the radar of showing that Las Vegas is a suitable place. And the young people need it. There's, like, like Jay said earlier, young people here need an opportunity. Yes. It's, it's not that they, they're not smart enough for it. It's not that they're not qualified for it. It's just that they don't have the opportunities like the other cities. And we're starting to become into a big metropolitan now, especially with all the transient people from California and everywhere else that's coming to Las Vegas. So I definitely encourage everyone that's listening and just keep that in mind. I know we have Zappo, Amazon, Switch, um, the casinos, which have all IT departments and business operation departments. I, I encourage you guys to look into Europe because it will be a blessing for the community and it'll be a blessing for your company because you'll find somebody that you would have never found that was a jewel. Mm -hmm. Just say, hey, take it from me. I went at 19 years old at Wells Fargo Corporate and was one of the youngest employees at Wells Fargo and that was unheard of because they took a chance on a little boy from Richmond that graduated and actually came in there and did his thing and without a degree, was able to work in IT. Mm -hmm. So take a chance, my my listeners and everybody else on, on the web and that's listening to us, and see how you can make an impact for the young people in Las Vegas because they need it. They need it. They do. Yeah. That, you know, Pastor, I, that's, that's great, man. You, you're so right that Las Vegas needs it because everything, you know, I can't say everything, but the majority of the focus in Las Vegas is on gaming. Right, it is. you know, and man, to have an outlet like Europe to, you know, where they're, they're going to offer financial, IT, and oh man, need it big time. Right, absolutely. And and the young people here, they're talented. You know, yeah. they had to be because this this place is a very fast city, and they had to kind of grow up a little bit quickly. But they they're smart. 
Just some people don't have the 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 right outlet to put into their intelligence of what what they're doing right now because there's not many opportunities. But wanted to go ahead and say this uh, to Jay while we have Jay on the phone. What advice can you offer an individual starting on a um, entrepreneur path? Yeah, I would say that um, I mean a couple of things. Uh, I always encourage people, and that, that entrepreneurial spirit is, I think, you know, really what made America. So I really believe in entrepreneurship for sure. Uh, I would encourage people to make sure they invest in their skill set. Uh, and what's I've heard, you know, and we I'm here in Silicon Valley, and so there are a lot of entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley. And a lot of advice that I hear is that try to learn on the job from someone else before striking out on your own and really trying to soak up as much as you can before making the leap. Being an entrepreneur is incredibly exciting and you are relying on yourself in more ways than you can imagine. And so you really need to understand what your skill set looks like and what your network. So I would encourage people to invest in their skills, make sure you invest in your network. And then when you decide to make that entrepreneurial jump, you need to make sure that you will do everything in your power to get there because what are what an entrepreneur is going to be asked, anyone who's thinking about investing in that person or that company, anyone who's going to buy those services, they want to look you in the eye and they want to make sure that you're going to be there 10 years later. Right. And they don't want, if, if you give off this vibe of, well, I'm going to give this a shot, I'm going to see if it works, and then I might go do something else, people get a little bit, you know, a little bit leery of that. And, and I, I hope that, you know, people that I talked to 10 years ago when we started here in the Bay Area, I hope I conveyed to them that this is what I was meant to do, and I am mm -hmm. not going to let this go. Like, you're going to have to tear this out of my dead hand before I, like, give up on this idea. Right. And, and I hopefully I prove them right. And I think that's what any, every entrepreneur has to be able to convey is that passion that they will not let go at, at any costs and that they are willing to pay any price to get there, that inspires other people to follow and to believe in you because that's what an entrepreneur needs to do. So make sure that what it is, that you, the idea that you have, is something that um, it inspires you to get you up every morning. And then take the time to invest in yourself to make sure you've got the right skills and the networks to be successful. Okay, so and here's a question that uh, you could elaborate more on is where do you see Europe in three years? If I, if I think about why Europe exists, it's fundamentally because there's a, a broken talent marketplace. Uh, and we as a country have not done a good job of training our citizens for the jobs of today, let alone the jobs of tomorrow. What I hope is that Europe, through our work, demonstrates that there is a more efficient and talent, a more effective talent marketplace that we can create as a country. And what I mean by that is that we think about talent more broadly, that we think beyond just four-year degrees, not to say that four-year degrees are invaluable, but we only think about them largely, that we think more about the talent that overcoming life's challenges builds up in people. So another thing that people can go look at is we've been a part of a, of a movement called Grads of Life. And if you go to gradsoflife.org, you'll see very inspiring 
know, messages from young people who talk about, about challenges they've overcome in life. Those are really important skills. If you manage through foster care or manage through homelessness or manage through the life challenges that many of us have experienced, that builds up a grit, determination, and persistence, which is really valuable but often undervalued in the marketplace. Uh, we think that it's really important that people are taught professional skills and soft skills that I don't see that happening in our high schools and our community colleges the way that it should. I think there needs to be many more work-based learning opportunities, internships and apprenticeships so that people can really practice their skills and, and develop mastery. And so my hope three years from now is that, that we've demonstrated these things are important in the world and that my hope is that you will see many more work-based learning experiences. You'll see community colleges teaching soft skills and professional skills. You'll see high school students, you know, taking courses that are mapped to the jobs of today and for, you know, the, the jobs that are coming in the next um, in the next few years. So that's my hope, you know, in, in doing that, hopefully we'll be bigger, but my bigger hope is that there are many more young people who are talented accessing jobs at much greater scale. Mm -hmm. And this will be my last question, and then we're going to have um, you just kind of do an outro of where we could, everybody could get your information for Europe and things like that. But with, before that, I want to ask, can you explain to everyone the feedback, uh, the feedback process, um, how to give proper feedback? <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely a skill, and it's a really important one. One of the the pillars of our program, and I talked about us being a high support, high expectations model, and everybody who joins our program signs a contract. In um, the contract is all about taking all the unwritten rules of, of a corporation, how you present yourself, how you network, how you properly communicate, and how you professionally communicate, how you deliver product projects on time. So we take all those unwritten rules and we write them down because I'll say for myself, when I grew up, you know, outside of Boston, I didn't have family members who worked at Wells Fargo or at a Facebook. I just didn't understand how it all worked. So we try to write that down and say, here are the expectations. And then every Friday we have something called Feedback Friday, where we have all of our young people in a learning community, which is 40 students with their coaches and instructors in, in, in a learning community. And people are giving feedback to one another because we're all professionals. We are all trying to strive to become better professionals so we can be more marketable in the in the job market. And so there's there are rules about how we give feedback to one another and how you receive feedback. It's a skill that is really important in the workplace. Is that you need to be able to you know hear a manager or one of your peers constructively talk about the things you're doing well and the things that you can get better at. So we talk about people's strengths and their growth areas. And it's really important to be able to receive that and then to convert on that feedback and feel comfortable doing that for others. And if you think about it as a gift and an investment in another person's success, then it's a, a safer way to approach that conversation. And what we find with our companies is that, you know, to your point earlier, Pastor Jay, is that, uh, you know, I think at the beginning of, of Europe, companies felt like they were taking a chance, quote unquote. That's no longer the case. They know that our young adults are really talented. And what they come back and say to us is, how can you teach like our employee base more broadly all the skills that your young adults have? 
because they're coming hyper-motivated. They're showing up on time. They're hungry to learn. They are, you know, sponges for feedback, and they are actively engaging within their groups and adding value. And now we're starting to have companies that are studying the return on investment, and they're coming back to us and saying, you know, your graduates are staying twice as long as our typical, um, you know, applicant pool. And so if someone coming with a four-year degree is, like, moving much more quickly through our system and, you know, either leaving our company or being asked to leave our company. And so they're making greater investments in our talented young adults because they're adding real value to their to their companies. And that's right. the magic of what we're trying to do. Awesome. Thanks. So it, with our going out, because we're, we, we're kind of getting to that point, where, where can everybody for the last time find about this great program and um, how they could find you for any advice as if they, if there's any young people that want advice from Jay Banfield, because he's a great mentor, I can say it personally, um, where can they find all that information? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you again for having me on this morning. It was my pleasure. And, and as I said, Pastor Jay, you've inspired me. And so it, uh, it's great to be able to, to do this with you. Uh, people can come visit us at our website, www.yearup.org. People can also follow me, which is Jay Banfield, J-A-Y Banfield, uh, on LinkedIn and on Twitter, and, um, and I'd be happy. And people can also connect through you in, in the radio station and be happy to do what I can do to be helpful in extending our network to, to young people looking to invest in themselves. Amen. All right. Well, we definitely appreciate you having having you on the show. Um, definitely can say just keep doing the great work. I know you've been doing this for a long time now, and sometimes it could get tiring. But one thing I can say is your purpose can, is always greater than your drive. And uh, I know you've probably seen over the years with the young people that you've interacted with, that it's working. You know, a lot of times when people start something, we, we, we keep going, get caught in the routine, but then when you finally sit back and see that it's actually being effective and that it's working, it kind of gives you that, that extra wind that you need even when you kind of get tired. Because everybody goes through that moment, you know. Um, even I sometimes go through it with Anointed Radio, but sometimes you just gotta get to a point of saying, okay, guess what? There's a purpose for this. And even though I get tired, even though I can get discouraged, because we all get discouraged just because we're strong doesn't mean we, we don't get discouraged. Um, I, all I can say is that the purpose of it, to be able to reach the, ma the masses and be able to better each other, because in the Bible it says iron sharpens iron. And we have to be able to start sharpening each other and building each other instead of tearing each other down. Mm -hmm. So we definitely encourage, um, encourage you, Jay, to keep doing the great work there at Year Up. And um, if there's any venture, I am opening up our platform for you to know that um, we will definitely promote it and stand behind it. And um, maybe one day down in the future, we'll get a year up intern ourselves. I hope so. <laughs> so definitely have a blessed day, Jay. Um, it was great talking Thank to you. you. And we will keep you posted. All right. Well, have a great day. Thank you for having me. God bless no problem. you, sir. God bless you. Oh, yeah. That was Jay Banfield with the Year Up 
program. Like program. That yeah. program was a program that um, a lot of people I've known um, has went through, and even if you didn't stay in the IT field, it, it, it developed you. Right. You know, a lot of people miss those core skills of development in um, their youth. Uh, you know, it's learning how to give a proper handshake, stare someone in the eye with communication, um, giving right. proper feedback, being able to accept feedback. Because some people that's in their 40s and 50s and 60s game and accept feedback because they're like, who are you talking about? No, but you have to be able to accept your wrongs and be able to appreciate somebody saying you're wrong so that you can be able to better yourself. So I definitely say everybody, and under the sound of my voice, go check out www.yearup.org. It's a great program. Whatever city you're in, um, check it out. You know, some cities that's listening to us already have the Europe program. Keep promoting. If you're a company in that city, keep promoting Europe. And if you're a young person and you're listening to me right now, check it out. It's worth the try because I can say that it helped me, helped me a lot actually. And if it can help me get get me to the stepping stones that I needed to get me where I am in my life now, it can help you. And just remember. You know, for all the people that um, done, that's thinking about doing the program, it's what you put into it. That's right. You know, people can give you, people can lead you to water, but they can't make you drink. That's right. So it's what you put into it, and I definitely encourage everybody. But going into our outros, I would like to say this is Pastor Jay, and it doesn't got, to, it doesn't have to stop, y'all. I know y'all like listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to go ahead and just say, you can check me out at Judah Family Community Church today at 11 o'clock. Oh, I got to get to church. Um, today at 11 o'clock, we're having Minister Dorla Stewart speak and bring a mighty word. And so if you are in the Las Vegas area and you're looking for a church home, or if you just need to get a word, if you're looking for a church home and you want to come go and visit us, go ahead and Check us out today, only today, we're having an early service at 11 o'clock at 3739 Glen Ave, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89121. And if you can't make it or if you don't live in the city of Las Vegas, go ahead and check us out at the Judah Family Community Church page where you can be able to watch the virtual cam- uh, watch us on our virtual campus on Facebook and actually see the service and get your word in for today because guess what? You might not be able to leave your house. You might not even have a car. You might not even have a bus token. But guess what? It doesn't stop you from the word because there's technology. Come on, so you could go ahead and pick up that phone to call people. You can go ahead and pick up the phone and hear the word. So go ahead and check us out at Judah Family Community Church. Um, Facebook page and be able to get your word today because everyone need a word to encourage you because guess what you don't drive your car without gas guess what you need something to fuel you for this next week so go ahead and get your word this week as easy as you could turn your phone and look at Facebook as easy as you could get your word so go ahead and check that out um, another thing go follow the anointed radio YouTube page yeah this interview will actually be on YouTube so go check out the YouTube page and you'll be able to see all the interviews that we've done in the past with our great guests that we've had on the show. Um, if you want your music, this is all my ad segment, so <laughs> stick with me. If you want your music, 
gospel singers and gospel rappers on the Anointed Radio Show. Go ahead and email us at lvanointedradio at gmail.com. And you could be able to, might be the feature of the month like we've had with our previous ones. So just go ahead and uh, email us your music. We'll go ahead and get back to you. We'll check you out, see what you're working with nation, nationwide and worldwide. We'd like to hear your your praise. Amen. Amen. Another thing is corporate people. Ooh, here it comes. You ready? There it go. So corporate people, I would like to have you reach out to us too we are loved we are a marketing platform and we would like to market you and be able to represent your brand so if you're looking for any commercials or any type of thing to be able to help you with your brand and marketing your show you might be able to get an interview or just go ahead and email us at lvanointedradio at gmail.com and you could be able to get some marketing for you and check, uh, we'll be able to check you out, get your package together so that we could be able to work with you better. And, you know, we have to shout out always our, our sponsor, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, I know yeah. for people that Come cringed, that cringed and said <laughs> Oakland. Guess what? They moving to Las Vegas to get with the program. So we're going to like to just uh, shout out our sponsor with the Las Vegas Raiders. And we would love to have more sponsors. Amen. Because you constantly will be on our show talked about because you'll be a sponsor, right? That's how it works. So go ahead and go email us at lvanointeradio at gmail.com. And this was Pastor Jay. You can find me on Instagram at official underscore jaylon dot Calhoun. Jaylon is spelled J-A-Y-L-O-N, not L-E-N. I got that all my life. I understand. And you can find me at Pastor Jalon Calhoun on Facebook. And I will leave you with this today. Remember that common sense is not common. And this is Lady AJ reminding everyone to get focused and stay focused. And you got DJ Severe. Please visit Kingdom Wear Production today at 5 p.m. I'll be doing this Christian hip hop segment. Did y'all see that Raider Stadium going up? Yeah, it did go yes. up there. It looked good, huh? It looked good. <laughs> like I said, shout out back to the Las Vegas Raiders for being one of our sponsors. And guess what? We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye-bye.